to a bonus mini-sode of the Varangian Heresy. Uh, my name is Jody, also known as Painting Chap, and with me as always is my co-host Chris. Hey Jody, how are you? Not bad, brother. And my co-host Freddy. Hey! How are you What's guys? What's going on? Well, we're doing something very out of the blue. We're doing a little, uh, little episode here just to round off our month of the Escalation League, the uh, Thungal Metallicus or burning of thung- uh, scouring of Thungal Metallicus, if I remember rightly. Or am I going to get shot for getting the name right straight away? It's like instant fail. Instant fail? Cool. <laughs> okay, instant fail. It's not like we've been doing this for the last month or anything, or anything at all important. Um, oh. Yeah, just, somebody just blame, correct just me for Freddy, Just blame Freddy for the naming of it. I am, I am. And the fact that I don't have Tim, record, Tim recorded actually saying it in the... The, the proper, proper way. The, the clicking way. Metallicus or whatever he's gone for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is the... Uh, so No, I, I'm not doing that very well. Um, so anyway, the uh, the Thunder Metallicus uh, Escalation Campaign, we are going to round up our month. We're going to talk about our commitments, what we've been involved in, the games we've played, and then we're going to have a quick chat about the actual... Oz 30k report that we've picked as the winner for this month and what that person's going to get. But before we do any of that, I just want to give everybody some reminders on our social medias. Uh, come along, give us a like and follow us on Facebook at the Varangian Heresy Podcast. Uh, get involved with us on Twitter at Varangian Heresy. Email us at thevaranginheresy at gmail.com and our website is thevaranginheresy.blogspot.com. And you can get our episodes on there. And if you guys have got anything you'd like us to talk about, any armor lists you'd like us to review, any questions you have for us, literally no holds barred, um, because this is this is an R-rated podcast. Um, if you haven't worked that out by now, I'm glad I've been able to spell it out for you. Um, uh, I'll save the Ken doll life-size Freddy thing to next episode please that's a, that's a, that's something we're going to have as a, as a surprise for next episode let's leave it at that <laughs> Jesus Christ. that's going to get us in so much trouble yeah it's now we're, we're, off to, we're off to the usual good start yeah we're off to the usual good start um but seriously get involved with us uh don't forget you can email us and send us your address and request our a pair of our varangian heresy podcast stickers they'll get sent out to you um so yeah get involved get involved with the podcast we'd like to see this grow and like to see you guys get involved so shall i kick things off and uh just um ask christopher you've been a big just so people understand chris has been heavily involved in the admin the organization the illustration and just generally kicking people in the ass as far as getting this thing organized so as that's been the case chris do you want to uh, tell everybody about um the escalation league what we've been trying to do with it and sort of go from there yeah i could do that Good. Uh, do it well <laughs> it was like, it was a bit like this because one day freddie said could you do this for me and then I had a half of the Escalation League to organize. Hmm. <laughs> Only half. Yeah. Just like any proper officer and gentleman should do. is yeah. the power of delegation. <laughs> Pass that shit down. Yeah, that's <laughs> just, uh, how it should be. Snowball into your lap. Yeah. And then I delegated it further because I got my fiancé to draw up the lovely map we have. 
the campaign. Which is absolutely beautiful work. So thank you to fiance, your fiancé for stepping up and doing that. See, uh, see I, I had to delegate it to Chris because if I tried the Chris way, I would have been living on the street right now. <laughs> Hi, darling. I've got something I need you to do. Get out. Okay, bye. Does it involve toy soldiers? I, d- I did. I put it like this because <laughs> do you want to do it yourself or do you want to teach me how to do it? I'll do it myself, it's quicker. Yeah, Yeah, I'm the same with my wife. (laughs) So that's why we got the lovely map for the campaign. That explains so many things in so many ways. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Nothing to see here, moving on. And then uh, since we're cooperating with uh, most of the 30k podcasts across the globe, we we decided to split up the planet, the Thunga Metallicus, which is the main planet of the system. And uh, each podcast got uh, their own uh, hive or manufactorum in the case of the uh, modern heresy to write fluff about. Swamp, 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 swamp. Basically, and uh, that's a spoiler for their mon- month. Yeah. And uh, we're still actually lacking some of the fluff, mm-hmm. but that will be posted as the campaign goes on. But for now, you can play in uh, our hive, that's Waringheim, or Diabolis Guard, which is the Seized Initiative. Hive, or manufactorum nh-pep-758-h6, which is the easy, easily pronounceable name of the Northern Heresy Manufactorum complex up in the swamps. Yes. By, by the way, sorry, Chris. While, while you're um, you're talking there, I want to apologise to anybody who's listening to this. Yes, I am currently rummaging around my bits box trying to um, retool my list for Scandus. So I apologise for the noise in the background. Sorry, Chris. I just need to get that out of the way so people and knew we, what was going on. And we also have a hive from uh, Eight of Darkness, written by who wrote it? JP. It was J- JP. Wrote it. it would have been JP. No, yeah, yeah, but it would have been JP. I think it was whoever recorded uh, Russian Revolution history that wrote it. And <laughs> JP changed some names. Uh, well, uh, but if you want to listen to like a super cool audio drama, you can just go on their last episode and listen while he reads it out. Yeah, which is really, really cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go on, Chris. Sorry. Yeah, so that's uh, quite uh, the there, there are fluff on Oz30k.com and uh, there's some minor fluff for the Gospel Station as well, but that's not really more interesting than this is a space station play games here <laughs> way to sell it there buddy way to sell it well it's it's a station useful for some mortalis games but uh, what can i say it's a space station yeah it's like babylon 5 it's like the epiphany of this entire escalation campaign it's, no, my, it's my brainchild and I'm, baby. I'm still i'm still drawing up the map for it and it's not like babylon 5 Okay, guys, <laughs> mini sewed, mini sewed. Let's keep yeah, talking. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, uh, the entire the purpose of this campaign is to get people across the globe playing Horus uh, Heresy with us and all the, the others. And there's been quite a, a turnout for the campaign so far. We have 292 members in the Facebook group. And as we started on 500 points, which was our month, you get, get a quite easy step into the campaign instead of uh, having having to have a like a 2000 point army painted to join and uh, th- there's been quite a good uh, progress on everyone yeah it seems, like, seen. it seems like they've had a really good uptake on that actually to be fair yeah yeah so some of the finished armies just fucking look amazing 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mind-blowingly good. Why can't I paint like that? Yeah, me too. No, so unfair. Too. Life is unfair. That's because you have a jobs and lives. And have yet to complete an MK. <laughs> MKA yeah. painting class. Yeah. Yeah. However, and we will talk about that in our next episode. Yeah. Um, our next main episode. And I don't really meant that everyone that paints good have no life, but... Backtrack, Chris. Backtrack. Yeah. Just stereotyping here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, so the, our month was 500 points. And then what's the, the escalation plan from there on? Well, we're because we're going into the next month. There, we are handing over the baton to the Northern Harris guys, Jens and Linus, for their part of the campaign, and that's uh, still Son Mortalis. But you escalate your list up to a thousand points instead. So either you could, if you're crazy, do an entirely new thousand-point list, or build on your build on your 500-point list and just add 500 points, which is kind of the point with. The escalation campaign. Escalating your list, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to, but you, but you should. Save basically. yourself some effort, basically. Yeah. Don't do don't do uh Freddy. <laughs> yeah, don't change your army three weeks into the escalation campaign. Because oh, so it, it increases the possibility to fail with a hundred percent. It's awesome. Yeah, and I can't really say anything because my mechanicum are still looking at me here on the desk while I have an have a new force of iron hands. Sitting in front of them. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that being the case, so that's the general setup of the, uh, the uh, sorry, sorry, say that again. I had to run and stop a big noise happening in the background. Uh, that's the general setup of the league. And we have all taken on a commitment for the first month. And we are going to sort of discuss that commitment and what we did and where we came out to. So... Um, and I and I called JP and I'm borrowing his box and it's waiting there. It's in oh, the background. You've got the box of shame. Yeah, I have. Oh it right god here. damn it! I wish you told me we'd have the box of shame as motivation. I'd have actually, you know, probably Not done exactly done what I've done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he's he's rented out to us. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, uh, my usual seat should be nice and warm then. Um, so let's do a hobby round. Let's do a hobby round. Shall I start? Yep. Okay. This is the easy bit. Uh, my commitment for the first month was a uh, siege breaker, and he has a. He's got a power fist, uh, not power fist. Sorry, a power weapon and a plasma gun, and I also did ten breaches. So, did I get that done? Yes, I did. I achieved that. It is painted. It is done. I am a very happy man. Um, so, yes, I actually achieved that. Go me. Next. Just, just a question. Who's yes. do, doing plumbing while we're talking? <laughs> Sorry about that. My, my microphone just decided to reposition itself in like three different directions at the same time. So yeah, I just felt like I had to ask because I was wondering, what the fuck is that sound? You just had to ask, didn't you, Chris? You just had to ask. Well, I, I, no you one. You were hiding under the sink. Yeah, yeah. no one would uh, miss that. I've been uh, I've been relegated to the to the sink. Uh, yeah. To the to the cover beneath the sink, basically, yeah. If not, you get into the box of shame for your lack of professionalism there. <laughs> I'm an amateur professional. Leave me alone here, okay? God <laughs> damn it, pair of you. So anyway, professional, amateur, amateur, professional, professional, amateur, somewhere. I'm, I'm definitely amateur, and that's about as far as I'm going. Um, so yes, basically, to cut to a fine point, 
I did not get any games in. I failed on my three-game commitment. Therefore, I am in the box of shame. <laughs> my chair is here, and it's nice and warm, to be fair, so I'm not going to complain too much. But yes, I am in the box of shame. I hang my head. There is shame to be had. So this, this is why they didn't have any in their box of shame. It was because they landed to us. Ah, that's what it was. They just... Because you're supposed to go in there. That's how... Yeah, the last episode didn't actually have anybody in the box of shame. That's They're like, ha, ha, let Rangi and Heresy got to fail so much. We, we'll need to lend it to them, guys. <laughs> Cheers, JP and Mark. We love you for that. We really do. Um, so, yes, I didn't get any games in. I failed. I did not get any games in. I did not get any games in. Done. So... We've got the failure out of the way. Um, Chris, well, uh, what was your commitment and how did you do? <laughs> my commitment was uh, my small five-model uh, five <laughs> five army of Mechanicum. Uh-huh. And uh, let's put it like this. Uh, one of the... Well, most of it is still in bits. Because I got distracted by other projects. Like the box dread. Okay. The challenge, hint, hint. Uh, painting the giant missile I have had on my desk for quite a while, and uh, the iron hands. So that leads me into next month, but I'm going to talk about pledge a bit later, right? Okay. So, yeah, I actually did manage to get two games in, though. So hang on, so what you're saying is you failed on the painting, yep. but you managed to get your game commitment in. Uh, well, I, I got games in because I won't count it as a game commitment because I played Iron Hands. Okay, so but you actually actually played some 500 point games, and you know. actually we played uh, 1500 point games on uh, Thunder Metallicus itself. Oh, on Thunder Metallicus itself, right? Okay, so right, fair enough. Let's um, let's tell us about the, tell us about a couple of those games at least. <laughs> so I'm I'm confused now. Someone has to explain to me. Have you failed or did you manage? <laughs> I. I think he failed. I, yeah, think, I, failed, I think he failed. I failed the hobby, hobby challenge. And uh, since I pledged uh, Magus, I can't really take credit for playing two games. So that's. Uh, so you're setting up now to, tr to, to, to make me look like a failure. Is that what you... No, I'm actually trying to be honest and not uh, trying to log <laughs> credit for something that I didn't do. Oh. Okay, so fair enough. I failed, well done I hobby, you, I failed hobby, hobby part, and that's uh, nothing I'm proud of because, well, I've done other stuff. I've been ill as well for um, like a week, so that okay. took a lot of energy and time. So tell us about the games of Thunder Metallicus. Tell us about, let's say we actually did some hobbying in this and actually did something positive so far. <laughs> Come on, tell us about those. Yeah, uh, it was we had a game day last Saturday, of time of recording, and uh, I went down to the club that uh, Freddy is a member of. Yep. And uh, I had, my first game was against... Uh, Frederick, that was on our Plastic Fantastic episode. Awesome. So I had so, to... So, what? Frederick number two. Yeah. Well, the Frederick, not the Freddy. Yeah. So... This is going to get very confusing very fast, isn't it, is what you're saying? Well, my first game was against Frederick, my second game was against Freddy. So, okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, I was, play I was playing my Iron Hands, because I, I, since I wanted to get some games in, I used my Iron Hands army, and... Uh, we played 500 points battles, and I faced the uh, Frederick's Iron Warriors. Okay. And had uh, the we played the lovely scenario ambush. Oh, okay, yeah. The, the... setup ambush with uh, I think it was uh, scenario number five on the regular missions. Yeah. 
Prince of Darkness missions. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was basically, you have to keep uh, seize ground. Okay. And to win. So, seize ground, kill people. Yeah. Okay, basically. easy to do. And uh, this table setup might have been a bit tempting to just, just set up in the middle, because that w- was where the, a huge ruined basilica was <laughs> situated, and that's what I did. Okay. <laughs> well, it was dead center of the table, so... Oh, so classic dwarf <laughs> tactic, effectively. Castle up in the middle. The bad part was that uh, half uh, of the basilica didn't have a wall. That's where the siege tyrants entered. Oh. So that's a bit, uh, that's a bit uh, going. Okay, so tell us about the story. Come on. Yeah, so the story was like... was uh, My poor iron hands were ambushed by the cruel, cruel iron warriors and... Uh, it was more more of a city fight than an open terrain. Might have a photo somewhere I could upload. Yeah. And uh, it was a standoff. My Volkites basically decimating his uh, tactical infantry, uh, which he needed to be able to score in the scenario. So that was mainly a target. My and the worst part was uh, for like round one, I had the most amazing shooting. Against him, there was the mow down like uh, wheat. But then his siege tyrant retaliated. They just walked on, and then fired all they could at my poor contemptor, that went kaboom. And that's uh, where the fun ended for me, basically. Your poor, poor contemptor. Yeah. And then it just continued like that, uh, trading some shots across no man's land while his uh, siege terminators. Approach from the rear. <laughs> no comment. Yeah. And the Volkites just continue to decimate stuff, and uh, me failing spectacularly to kill stuff, and he, he, him rose, basically doing, managing to do every single role perfectly for his feel no pain. Nasty. Yeah. <laughs> this is why you want feel no pain, Mr. J. Yeah. To, to, totally take a note of what you said, Freddy. Totally take a note of what you said, brother. Trust, trust me. Yeah. No messing on that front. So the, there was uh, basically a decimation of my army in the end, but I had some lovely moments when I fired a hunter-killer missile that landed square in the face of the sergeant of an Iron Havoc squad. Because he was standing close to me. Okay, so you basically missiled him to the face. Yeah. Sweet. So he didn't really survive that. We actually decided to call this game early because it, even though it might have been able to continue it for both of us, we were in a situation that it would just turn into a grind and we really wanted lunch. And okay, also everyone, everyone else was done. We yeah. waiting for you guys. It was, it was mainly <laughs> Fre- Freddy and the other Christopher just standing next to us. So, when are we going to go for lunch? When are we going to go for lunch? When are we going to go for lunch? Dudes, we're hungry. When are we going to go for lunch? Dudes, come on, sort it out. So I'm not really sure what we decided the score for that uh, game, but I wouldn't mind either way because it was a fun game and I haven't played in a long time, not a proper game at least. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. And uh, then we went for lunch and then we had our second matches games for the day and I played Freddy. So the podcast Freddy, not mm-hmm. the Frederick. A.K.A. me. Yeah, and uh, that bastard took uh, a Spartan and Eidolon in 1,500 points. 
which was really nice of him. Ah, it's a casual Spartan with a casual idol on. No biggie. Yeah. And uh, I, I still had my 1500 points. Uh, quite nice army that would have probably been more suited for a Sol Mortalis game, but who cares? I played veterans in Rhinus and had a nice Tarantula sentry gun that actually managed to kill quite a lot during the game. So, basic set, what, what scenario were we playing? Uh, we were playing score... I can't remember what it's called, but I think it's Mission 3. The one where you're supposed to go into each other's uh, quarters, and we rolled uh, Search and Destroy, anyway. Yeah. So we're supposed to go, like, sideways into each other's quarters. Yeah. Which is where I wanted to be, anyway. Yeah, and since you had a quite assault the army, with, which went first, you were in my quarter, turn one. Ah, oh, well, went first and went first. I, I drove my <laughs> Spartan one inch, and then it bogged on, like, a little yeah up, upside-down turf of grass or some shit. Yeah, I think it was like a in real life terms like half a meter of plank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mean the cl- the classic immobilization of oh look, let's drive So okay, out, 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 of that 50, there? out of fifteen hundred I had three hundred points that didn't do anything in the entire game. I could have but, walked with Isla. Well uh, he actually Spartan actually blew up my Rhino with the Oh okay sorry. Yeah. Thirty five points versus three hundred he felt yeah. so big, and uh, that was uh, that was a tense moment because uh, the explosion actually went over your entire unit with Eidolon in it. Yeah. Nothing died, but it would have been hilarious. If you yeah, it would have been retarded. Yeah. On the other side of the battle, this is uh, down to a corner, one of the corners of the battle, and I think you put up some photos of this. Yep, there should be photos all over Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about the battle, Freddie. You sure? Yeah, that too. That too, yeah. That too, yeah. Okay, good. Just so we get that out. Yeah, so it was basically, I had a building in the middle of my deployment zone where I've set up my Volkite caliber. No, what do they call it? Volkite... Charger? No, no, no. Culverins. Culverins. Oh, you had the heavy ones. Yeah, the heavy four. What the fuck are you building? Legos or something? I'm sorry, I'm having to fight through my bits box so I can actually get some bases for the uh, expansion on my Breacher Squad that I've just made for my new list. So anyway, I'm done now. Yeah. So I put uh, up my support squad there just to cover... Sorry, that was a mildly bitter shake there. Yeah. I'm just <clears throat> going to talk over you now. Story of my life. Anyway, keep going. So they had uh, quite a vantage point to decimate Freddy's troops. And... Uh, then I had a tactical squad and some Volkite Charger. Uh, Volkite Calibers. There's too many Volkites in this army. <laughs> Never too many Volkites, just yeah. remembering which ones they are. Okay, too many kinds of Volkites. Then. There we are, they're much better. Yeah, so I had a tactical support squad there. No, yeah, tactical support squad uh, with uh, Calibers as well. Yep. And uh, my trusty Contempted Red that did an awesome work decimating Freddy's tank. I think it was that one that killed the killed the rhino, first rhino, right? Yeah, that's right. Just uh, opening up into the side of the rhino and killing most of it, and then seeing most of the squad blow up as well. Awesome. Yeah. So that was really, really nice. <laughs> that was annoyingly... <laughs> that happened, but, basically. That's all right. And then I 
sent off a hunter killer missile from the Rhino to immobilize. I think it was was it immobilized or weapon destroyed or something on the. Uh, it was <laughs> both. It was like. Oh, nasty. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, the hunter killer missile uh, did a weapon destroyed, and your tarantula did the immobilize. Yeah. Ooh, nice. So you basically had to just run out of the rainers later. And then I had my uh, heavy support squad just firing right into the now escaped tactical squad. Cool. Yeah. I really should have written this down more. But, uh... Nah, it's okay. <laughs> go, go through it by memory. Go through it by memory. It's okay. So... And that uh, basically continued the, decima- the decimation from the Tower of uh, Volkaitude. I think you're missing a, a key aspect of this battle. Which one? Uh, <laughs> Which I- one? running up the entire the entirety of your army, but that's no, no, okay. I, I, that's not com- interesting. That's that front I'm coming to that. I'm, I'm coming to that. Potshot Tarantula. I'm coming to that because that's, that's uh, <laughs> next turn. So next turn, Eidolon charges, <laughs> basically charges right into my veteran tactical squad on the right side and wipes it and moves up to my warlord, my Iron Father, standing in the, standing close to by in the ruins. Why he was just standing there, I have no idea, but that's where he went when I placed him. And did, then, you, did you forget to move him at some point by any chance? Yeah. Oops. Yeah. yeah. He was standing right in the open, in front of Eidolon. Ooh. And Freddy also managed to charge my. Contemptor with his uh, tactical squads. It was free, and uh, the Contemptor killed two of them, and uh, the <laughs> combat was at draw. That's that included you tossing melter bombs at him, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I fucking tossed melter bombs him for like ages. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was just uh, funny because this fight, as a spoiler, this fight actually went on until the end of the game. Yeah. Contemptor with between carries assault cannons beating the. Basically beating the poor, poor marines in combat. You forget that if they're not armed with close combat weapons, they can still do damage in close combat. Yeah, they can, but you know, he, he, he killed like maybe you know, one or two marines, and then with the Vexilla rerolls, and yeah, yeah, it just lasted forever. Just kept going. But the annoying thing was my fucking melter bombs just refused to do anything. The, the few times I actually hit. I didn't penetrate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, you will not blow shit up. Come on! It's just uh, bouncing off, basically. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, and that uh, was when Eidolon continued to just... I, I continued to decimate, first First of all. I continued to decimate his tactical troops and plasma squad, plasma squad and rhinos, basically. Mm-hmm. While Eidolon went up, up my rear, literally. This Ooh. case, slaughtering my <laughs> my warlord, and then uh, running up the table and continuing to slaughter my veteran tacticals standing on the table. Well, that sucks. So, yeah, and uh, then he, I don't also decided to kill my contemptor. Yeah, he was pissed off with the uselessness of his yeah. troops, so he went in there, fucking one, thunderhammer one. in the face yeah. of it. You know, this is how you do it, idiots. Yeah. Noobs. So, yeah, <laughs> that was fun. And then uh, and he had to do the same thing with the Tarantula because the fucking Legion champion couldn't. That was so lovely. The Legion champion basically assaulted the Tarantula and missed all of his attacks. 
<laughs> Complete whiff. Yeah. So nice. That was just nice. But at this point, I only had uh, three heavy support marines and the tarantula left. So Fair I just enough. decided to fight it out, and then two minutes later, I was wiped off the table. Go big or go home, and but, go home. <laughs> but uh, I managed to get Freddy down to only three tactical marines left that would would be would have been scoring. Yeah. Fair enough. That's a good. That's that's got to be some sort of. What's the word I'm looking for here? Immoral victory. I don't know. No. Oh, and I also managed to unimmobilize the Spartan on the last turn. Yeah, hey. so it actually managed to move. Did that? Was that with an auxiliary drive, or did you just happen to no, roll no, a six? No, no auxiliary drive. Yeah, I don't think you can roll a six on a Spartan. Oh no, that's uh, that's forty k stuff, isn't it? The Rhino. No, well, no, this is the basic Rhino I can ever remember. Basic Rhino can roll six. Yeah. yeah. Can get but it, it, the auxiliary drive is a four plus after all, you know. Yeah. What is true. what is like six turns among friends? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God bless it all. Had I known he would be taking taking something that nasty, I would probably have brought other stuff. But something nasty back in in return, you mean? Yeah. Okay. That is a bit. I have to say, that's a little bit cheeky in a fifteen hundred point list, Freddy. What do you mean? I had like two tacticals. It's... That's like a ca- it's a casual glaive in a fifteen hundred point list. Well, but, uh, yeah. But in all fairness, the Spartan didn't do jack shit in any of my games. That, that, that would just have made it faster. <laughs> that's just karma, basically. Yeah. I really should have just uh, gone to Primax chosen and uh, brought Ferris then. Yeah. <laughs> in a fifteen hundred oh. point. Okay. Okay, enough Gorgonzola. I'm suddenly feeling lactose intolerant <laughs> at this. Anyway, m- moving on. So. But the, the most yep. important part is that I won. And yeah. Actually, I don't really care who won because I had fun. <laughs> Even though I was melting and had a migraine. That's true. I still had fun. You toughed through it like a champion is what you're saying. Yeah, the my the pills I took on during the morning made me really, really hot and on a humid, hot day. And then they basically ran out at uh, 3 p.m. And and also standing next to me, you know, in that close proximity kind of generates a little bit of heat. It's all all about the inert sexiness, isn't it, Freddie? I mean, let's be fair. You know, the the veil between reality and the warp kind of gets thinner there. Yep. And the less said about that, the uh, less likely we are to get sued. Um, (laughs) Yes. Anyway, so... Chris, you had fun. You had two games playing on Thunder Metallicus. You had good fun playing them. Yeah, and I really need to play more because I remember about half the rules. It felt like. Well, so that's well, still better than me right now. So. Yeah. We should see what happens in the future. Yeah, we should see that. Uh, so that kind of moves on to uh, Mr. Freddy. What was your commitment, sir? What was your commitment for? Uh, uh, for I had, well, my initial commitment was to paint 63 solar auxilia, <laughs> which I soon realized that with life, work, job commitments, and... Uh, Actually having some sanity. Having some sanity. Uh, stuff are going on at work, so I'm kind of zero hobby time, except for the few days I'm trying to work, uh, play games, and focus on that instead. Yeah. Um, so I cha- quickly changed that to uh, Black Lead, uh, what do you call it? Sk- no? Black, Black Shields. Shattered Black Legions, Shields. Black Legions. Yeah, Black Legions list. Black- no, Shattered um, Legions. Sorry, not Black Legions. We'll get in trouble for that one. No. Black Shields. Yes. Stop confusing me with your Lego building. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> So, 
I did a whole uh, Black Legions list instead, which uh, basically contained. I was going to do like uh, kill two birds with one stone, so I included the box thread in in the list. So it's a box thread, basically a Marauder squad and Reaver Lord. No nice. five hundred points, and I'm happy to announce I got all that painted. Hey, show off! Yeah, yeah and I kind of changed my mind because I bought some um, Astroclaw transfers, but that just made me realize how poor the old, like how you can't even compare the quality of the old Forgeworld transfers with the new ones. They're so, almost like the GW ones, right? Yeah, I know. So. Uh, I've done everything except putting transfer on them because now I'm waiting for actually getting the black shield ones. Aha. Okay. Fair enough. Otherwise, I would have been like, it, it wouldn't just been fully painted. There would have been transfers on there. Like super closer is what you're saying. Yeah. So super closer. Uh, and I also, so f- first outing I did, I played, I have definitely played all my games and then some. But. Uh, I've also done up a battle report on OS 30k. Unfortunately, I've only done one, which is kind of a shame because I, I really love writing the fluff, but it's yeah, it's been crazy. I don't know what's happening. It's supposed to be summer. We're supposed to be have holidays and shit. That's why it's all going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why it's all going wrong because I'm the only person at work. Yeah, it's like. Uh, so I've done one. So I played uh, like the. I'm just going to go through two of my games. Yep, go for it. Just, uh, and the first one I played was uh, the one that I actually wrote the battle report, which is on OS 30K. It's on the Gospel Station, and it's uh, Empress Children versus uh, White Scars. And we used uh, my Somatalis that I uh, built out of Mega Blocks, and it worked really good. Yeah, we had we had that uh, we we rolled the Somatalis mission sabotage. So one of the attacker is supposed to. Um, well, he rolled like a D3 plus two objectives, and we managed to roll four. So the attacker is supposed to destroy these objectives, armor value 11, two hull points. And they get a, what is it, like a victory point for each objective they destroy. And the defender gets a victory point for each objective that is uh, not destroyed at the end of the game. So mm-hmm. either you, you destroy them or you don't destroy them. And then it's also, I think it's first blood... Lion Bray, no, no, Lion Bray, First Blood, and uh, Slay the Warlord. Cool. And, well, he was rocking a freaking librarian in 500 points. And he managed to roll Invisibility. Oh, <laughs> oh that's harsh. But, but it's okay, because we played, with the, we played with the ETC rules. So what happens is you get Ballistic Skill 1 instead. Okay. That's, that's the normal kind of like everyone I play Harrison with. We always do the whole invisibility is just like invisibility, except that uh, if you target the person or the unit that has invisibility, it's you know you you become ballistic skill or weapon skill one. So at least allows you to fire template weapons and everything. Exactly. So it's not like super OP. Yeah, I really think they they need to come back and work that one out at some point. But that's yeah. just uh... well, that rule like it, it still makes it really useful, but it it. It doesn't make it like game breaker, so I really like that little nerf. Yeah, and I usually I usually run the same rule for all my tournaments as well. So general note for those people playing word bearers and who want to go witchy poo when it comes to Scandus, keep that in mind. Yeah, because I think I put, already put it in the FAQ that you know invisibility will become, you know, the enemy will have weapon or ballistic skill one. Which is cool. But I, 
But I'll have to double check that. But that's for a later episode. That's a later episode. That's another yeah. discussion down the road. Yep. So anyway, uh, what happened was uh, we kind of advanced uh, slowly. The, the annoying part is that the defender keeps controlling all the doors. So <laughs> so you, you kind of have to... Luckily, I had melt-a-bombs um, or a power fist. So, so I could kind of destroy some, but you have to play kind of tactical. And I wanted to draw him out. And uh, he, he thought that he could um, get like a, a, instead of getting the Empress Children massive charge bonus, he kind of preempted the charge when he, when he channeled me down into one of the rooms that had uh, two objectives, like very close, close to each other. And mm-hmm. uh, so he preempted the charge. And uh, luckily, uh, I ended up coming on top and fried his freaking librarian. And then it kind of just went downhill from there for him. Fair uh, he, yeah, I, did, I didn't have a, a big squad because what I did is um, I played uh, with like one tactical squad, one contemptor and uh, one uh, Empress uh, Legion's champion. Gotcha. So he wasn't like, like the contemptor was pretty good, but he managed to melt a bomb it uh, pretty quickly. Because it's kind of hard to maneuver the contemptor in Son Matalis. Because some of the, you can't, like the way we deployed, we, we kind of made it a bit fair. So you couldn't go with the contemptor everywhere. Yeah. Because yeah. some of the doors were a bit smaller and stuff. But in in the end, uh, because I killed this librarian, that was his warlord. So I won by, you know, at one point. It was very close, even game. So it's pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. So all fun. And he was, uh, he, he is, uh, like he is, a, like that's, uh, He's a he's a regular kind of uh, 40k player, mm-hmm. but he's swapped over to 30k. So uh, one of he's, us. He's one of us now, and he because he bought a couple of calf boxes and stuff, and you know it looks really nice, really good. Sweet. And I, and I think he just finished uh, painting his own contemptors now. All of them, I think I saw on uh, Sweden 30k just today actually. Awesome. Anyway, so cool. big 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 shout out there. Uh, the second game, uh, I'm just going to take the game that I played against uh, Thomas mm-hmm. which is also another um, uh, <laughs> 30k player uh, down at the club and he was rocking Iron Hands and we decided to because you know, <laughs> we were supposed to play 500 points and then we kind of ended up playing 1,500 points uh, and then I escalated to 2,000 points and then when Chris, after Chris left uh podcast Chris yeah mm-hmm. uh, we escalated it to 3,000 points and then we what we did is we also introduced the Skanda's uh, tactical objective cards Ooh. and so he had basically a Death Star in a Spartan <laughs> I had my Death Star in a Spartan with Fulgrim and all his cronies uh, he had uh, some big massive I think in his army, he had a couple of rhinos with tactical squad. Uh, he had his Death Star was uh, like a mass uh, max breacher squad. Yeah, and um, he also had a Sikaran, which was fucking annoying. Um, <laughs> and he had the freaking undestroyable dreadnought with the two carries. So what happened was I was driving up the center. I was thinking like, fuck, this is awesome. I got the first turn. Uh, I, I go drew a couple of good tactical objective cards. So I actually scored like two points in the first first round. 
So, so I was up ahead because I managed to drive like secure objective, blah, blah. And there were my objectives. Yeah. Uh, and then I drew up and I, and I was really good because I got his, he had a 20 man tactical squad where, where his Praetor was in. And I had a tactical objective like kill his warlord as well as be in the center with your warlord. So I had Fulgrim up in the spot and I was like, fuck, I have a chance here. Um, so my turn, I jumped out. Failed a fucking four-inch charge with full grip. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, shouldn't be laughing at that. Shouldn't be laughing Uh, at that. uh, Yes, you should. Yes, you should. I know I should, but still. And and the the best part is, like, so I failed that charge, and because I was so confident I was going to pass it even with, like, re-roll, because I had had plus one, like, plus one charge distance because of a warlord trade, and, 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 you know, like, so I thought I was going to get that. But, you know, Fulgrim can't, I don't know whether it's with my Primarchs, they keep charging like Snake Eyes or Threes. That's like, yeah, that just happens. It's ridiculous. And the worst part is, so he, so he's standing there, but he's not withdrawing. So he does the Fury of the Legion. Yeah. Which kind of calls down uh, his command squad. Uh, and then he, then he goes, and then it's, uh, it's like, so everyone does look out, Surfer, because I put Eidolon at the front. Because I, I was just, you know, being arrogant, like a four-inch charge. Like, seriously. Of course, I'm going to make that. Uh, so every, I, every day, You're going to make that every day of the week, aren't you? Yeah, of course, every day on the week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I was super confident because I rolled two snake eyes just before that. So, uh, So it, and then he's like, oh, by the way, my Praetor, he's rocking a combi melter because he has that calf Praetor in, in Catafracti armor. So he's like, oh, I'm just going to shoot that. So, so I failed the lookout sir, on Eidolon, and then I failed the freaking, you know, his four plus uh, Iron Halo save, and then he died. It's kind of sad. Like one shot, first he has to hit me, and then, <laughs> yeah, it was a bit unlucky. But he kept, yeah. and then, the, and oh. then on top of that, he charges in with his Contemptor into Fulgrim, who basically proceed the next two turns trying to kill this thing. <laughs> we're just like bouncing on six plus uh, invulnerable saves fucking bouncing on yeah it was, re- <laughs> it was just ridiculous the amount of rending hits that motherfucker could take before i eventually and and the worst thing is like i had half of a command squad left and they all had melter bombs they do shit <laughs> <laughs> so finally when i <clears throat> when i Sorry. killed it when i killed this fucker <laughs> It was basically just Fulgrim and the uh, and the apothecary left because <laughs> everyone was dead because uh, he had a chaplain and um, a primus apothecary and a command squad and then it was Fulgrim. Everyone else was dead and then Fulgrim went into his command squad. I mean into his twenty man tactical squad and challenged the uh, Praetor and he was like, "Oh fuck, it, I'm going to die anyway." So he took it and Fulgrim basically just hacked the entire squad. They felt morale. He just wiped them straight away. And I was like, what was that? That was supposed to happen turn two. <laughs> because now it, it was a completely different game. So did you feel like a, be- a big man at that point? Did you feel at least um, vindicated for what yeah, happened? Yeah, I felt, felt a bit vindicated. Uh, it was really like we were even on points, I think, every single turn until the last turn. And then he managed to score one more objective card than me. Because he got like a really lucky one. He got one that he got a bonus if he did 
two things. So he scored two points instead of one. So he ended up being a win the game with one point. So, yeah. But it was fun. It was a good game. Like, I've, heaps of guys have tried out the tactical objective cards for Scandis, and everyone so far said, like, they're really balanced, they're really good, and heaps of fun, and, you know. And they very, look great. Very themy. And they look great. Awesome. Even That's though really cool. Fre- Frederick was uh, basically stacking his own deck during his game <laughs> against Christopher. <laughs> yeah, apparently so. He apparently get, so. He got really some really good uh, catches. Yeah, then they got got wiped off the table, didn't he? Yeah, no. <laughs> so even getting all the cards that he wanted, he still managed. It's still, it's still lost. Yeah, still lost. Well, this is, this is what happens when you try and do that sort of thing. You yeah, learn very so, hard that this is how it goes. Yeah, so a win, a win and a loss. And uh, if you want to go in and look at the pictures from the Soma Talus game, just uh, go in on OS30K, click on Gospel, and then just basically open up uh, my battle report, which I think is the first one. Yeah, I think it is actually the first one with right. Gospel. I'll just have a quick look. I, I happen to uh, be here. At the outer reaches of the Wacko system. Yeah, and it's Wacko like it's three battle reports logged as well, isn't it? So. Yeah, which uh, which actually brings us around nicely to uh, what I was going to talk about next, which is actually giving everybody an overview of how things stand um, on Thungo Metallicos. Um, and right now, at the end of the first month, um, it's it's looking pretty good for the traitors, I have to say. Um, it is showing Thungo Metallicus uh, well in traitor hands right now. Um, yep. and I do believe, yep, the gospel station is also traitor held. So, yep. um, well, we, we, we can go into like Thungo Metallicus has basically 38 influence points for the traders, 22 for the loyalist, and there's yep. been seven draw games. Yeah. So, so that's, that's, and, that's pretty impressive, actually. And the stats are only based on those games logged, not all, all games played. So if yep. people keep logging games and more people keep logging even all the games. Yeah, even, even if you've played them in the month of June and they've not they've not been logged, get them in. Yeah, yeah because you, you can always put in the date that you play the game. It's part of the whole registration process. Yeah, yeah. and you can uh, learn more about how you do that if you're unsure on, in our last episode. Yeah, have a listen episode to nine. episode 9. Yep, you're right, Christopher, very well put. Episode Sorry. 9 gives you uh, gives you a very good how to uh, how to do things on uh, on Oz 30k courtesy of uh, Andrew Hollis the guy who actually built it <laughs> so it's he knows what he's talking about basically uh, exactly so yeah come and go and have a listen and get on with it basically get yourself in there um, so yeah uh, like you say so really good spread across the two um, I think it's uh, I think it's time we move on to our um, our choice for the uh, the winner of this month's um, battle report, uh, effective battle rep- report competition, which is what we said we would do, and I think that's happening every month, if I remember rightly. Yeah, uh, the Northern Heresy guys got some nice dog tags lined up for theirs, so yeah, at least at least one more month of prices. Yeah, yeah and uh, we should probably give a big shout out uh, towards uh, their battle reports and the whole capturing of Alpharius and so on. Yeah, yeah, that's that's if you've got if you've got five minutes, it's or more than five minutes, it's worth going onto our story thirty K, having a read of the the mini 
the mini mini narrative campaign that has come out of their reports, and it is it's so alpha legion, it's brilliant. Um, <laughs> you just you know you got to go and have a read of it. It's so good. Yeah. Um, so definitely go and do that. Uh, very worthwhile. And yeah, big shout out Jens and uh, Lenas for doing those. They they were a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, it's all in all, it's good to see because heaps of people are really like taking to the narrative, and you can see some people have put in multiple battle reports. And if you follow them like in chronological order, you'll see that how like their characters are becoming like more like personalities, and as they you know face off against different opponents and what's going on there, like they fail leadership tests or they make. I think that what is that uh, console that keeps all, getting all his men killed all the time? Oh, re, um, Eisenholkopf. That's it, right? So, yeah, I'm slowly becoming a man of command who will lead his people into death or get his yeah. people killed. <laughs> and I think he actually got a new helmet in a later up uh, uh, later battle report. Yes, he did. He did. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> I'm going to be personally, I'm going to be keeping a watch on him because I think he's going to be hilarious. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing how that comes out. Um, but yeah, it's it's so worth um, just having a look at what's developing. It really, really is. Uh, so get in there and get in there and take a look. Um, so yeah, let's talk about our um, our winning episode, our winning entry for this month, and I, uh, the winner is uh, Army L. Uh, LV11-5110, uh, so it's 7th Legion, Loyalists, and that is, let's have a look who it is. User is uh, Sword Chuck. Sword Chuck. So yep. user Sword Chuck, the Imperial Fists, 51st Battalion, 10th Company. He's got some really a really good little piece of fluff, which I'll I'll actually read through now. I'll just take you through his fluff on his uh, page. So, originally part of the 3rd Expedition, uh, Expeditionary Fleet, the 51st Battalion was at one point a highly regarded void assault force, comprised mainly of veterans uh, of the Consus Drift. After the Emperor's return to Terra and the Imperial Fist as a legion were mostly recalled, the battalion was broken into individual companies by Rogaldorn with the express purpose of patrolling common warp routes to get to Terra as well as fortified void stations along these routes. It was under these orders that the 10th Company began patrolling Australia's Ultima. 51st Battalion was ordered to muster at Fall and as a whole made it, uh, made it to the nightmarish war zone intact, their, their history long lost in the flames of battle. The 10th Company have been battling a, a piratical orc fleet during a short span of time which the warp currents would have allowed travel out of Australia Ultima and thus uh, became held up at a legion held void station and awaited meeting with the rest of their battalion. They never returned. As word of betrayals of Fal, Isfan and Kalth became widespread, the 10th Company has uh, been living on high alert. They've taken to tyrannically boarding and inspecting any merchant vessel for contraband supplies that might be used for the Warmaster, or also foraying uh, fortifying loyalist locations against the forthcoming war. They currently wait in the void to strike against enemies they, are, they know are coming, but not from where. And he's got a list of, I think that's a really, really good piece of uh, fluff about the history of the army. Absolutely love that. Uh, And he's got some notable persona, so uh, dramatic persona. He's got Marshal Gerhardt, Praetor of the 10th, Captain of the Battle Barge, uh, Ostauer. Ostauer? Sorry, sorry if I get that wrong, buddy. Uh, Ostauer. Ostauer, thank you very much. Ostauer. Herskels of the Gerhardt, a Legion Terminator squad. Delegatus Maximilian, the voice of Dawn. 
Apothecary Faust, Primus Medicae, Lector Alexander, Master of Rites, Keeper of Temple of Relics, Agent Gregor, uh, Ancient Gregor, sorry, Contemptor, uh, Veteran Corps, Sergeant of Breacher Squad, Z, uh, Tez. Z? Z. Z. Okay. I, I almost went to Zinch, which I thought was <laughs> probably what he was going for, but didn't want to do that. Um, so yeah, that is a really nice piece of, and this, I've got to point this up. This just highlights what Oz30K is all about. This isn't just a, a guy who's kind of logged some battle reports. This is a guy who's going in and building his army. And it's, I think it's absolutely awesome. Um, so yeah, the battle summary. Who wants to take us through the battle summary? Because I think this is a really unique way of doing it. I really like it, but I think somebody else should be reading it other than myself. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's very... Um... You know, it reminds of uh, the kind of battle summaries in the latest book. Yeah. When they're going through, like, the Night Lords region. Yeah. But you don't want to, me to read with my fucking bastardized uh, English here. Do you want me to read it? Or, Chris, do you want to read through it? Well, I could give it a go. Give it a go. <laughs> so... Let's go on. Give it a go. You know you want to. Yeah. Do it, mate. Do it. I... And there, there we go. It's... Uh... Written in timestamps, basically. Yep. So it's just short, short sentence. 400 hours. Previously undetected void station on outskirts of system begins broadcasting intermittent si signals. 4.15. Strike vessel Zephyr sent to investigate. 5.30. Station not responsive to request for identification or access. Several assault rams and boarding craft launched. Station officially considered hostile. 535. Assault ram carrying Centurion Maximilian burst into hangar bay, denoted 7A. 540. Power is seemingly unstable. Lights and doors in, in intermittent failing. Breach team Tess. This is spelled Tess here, so I'm just gonna apologize for that. Uh, and Ancient Gregor are tasked by Maximilian to investigate. 550. Roaming servitor spotted. Show sign of battle damage, moving erratically, spouting out apparently random machine code, taken for investigation. 551. Bolt gun fire, over, over here, heard, breacher team ranks up. 553. Door panel non-functional, blood pooling from underneath, control panel, panel sliced open. 556. Second servitor spotted, me meandering away. 560. Lone figure in... Seventh Legion marking spotted, possibly carving, possibly carving off on human form in pile of detritus. Avoid long-range bolt fire. Gregor gives pursuit. 565 squad encounters mass of world eaters. A quickly charge, suppressing fire ineffective. 567 Maximilian bellows something, unbeknowing, unbecoming to leader of enemy com combatants. World eater pushes subordinates out of way but is unsuccessful in proving his honor. Gregor outruns previously spotted figure. He is crushed underfoot while unfastening Melta Charge. 569. Both sides take casualties. Maximilian dispatches enemy sergeant, ancient, enemy sergeant. Ancient Gregor senses additional presence nearby, moves to investigate. 573. Breachers manage to run down surviving wall eaters. Gregor encounters enemy Terminator squad. Ravening, li ravening like madmen, they are cutting the skulls from human crewmen. He bellows, fires bolters, and charges headlong. 575. 
breacher squad investigates they investigate sounds coming from behind the door to discover additional servitor. Gregor crushes two enemy terminators but suffers grievous wounds to left leg. Inbuilt chainfist becomes stuck in enemy cataphractae plate. 584. Maximilian finds Gregory mobile, surrounded by dead worldly determinators. Techmarine is sent for. Sergeant Cord of Breacher team points out extensive implantation into the cranium of deceased terminators. 600. Gregor and servitors are returned to Hangar Bay. Addition team sent out to retake deck. Apothecary is able to recover gene seed from two of the four deceased marines. Breach team burns bodies of enemy terminator squad. That's it. Yeah, awesome. And then there's some photos as well. Yeah. And they look very cool. Uh, it's always nice to see some photos of games. Yeah, and I love what they've done for the the uh, Zone Mortalis board there as well. What they've put together for a Zone Mortalis board. Um, that looks like, if I'm right, that actually looks like Infinity Terrain. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that's Infinity Terrain, and I think uh, that's that's a really really good. Um, Sorry, that's a really good little uh, uh, way. Well, good way of achieving a zone mortalis board without getting stuck into um, having to uh, use pay, uh, pay Forge over, World. Pay over four hundred pounds, you mean? Yeah, that's what I was trying. I was trying to think of a fine, nice way of basically saying <laughs> having to carve off a kidney and. Pay also, for it. it's a nice way to get a zone mortalis table if you don't want the look of a Forge World table, because not everyone actually likes that. Good point, Chris. Good point indeed. And it's uh, it's another one up there with the mega blocks and that sort of thing. Yep. Um, I usually do mine uh, boxed off like a container jar, so yeah. there's no shame in finding alternative ways to. No, not at all. I think it's I think it's almost it's it's actually important that we look at different ways of doing it. Um, but uh, not at all to mention ease of storage and ease of transport. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that too. That that's kind of important too. Um, there are great mats these days, so yeah, just to get some terrain yeah. for the mat. Yeah, I think uh, what I what I think is the most important thing is first of all, congratulations, Sawchuck, well done. Um, Send an email to the Varandian Heresy at gmail dot com so we can uh, sort uh, the prizes. Yes, and the prizes yep. the prizes will be. Uh, a number, a couple of our stickers, and a Varangian Heresy T-shirt. Um, so we so, would also need your T-shirt size and yes, yes, preferred please. model. <laughs> preferred, well, definitely T-shirt size. Preferred model. Um, we can't do anybody from uh, Playboy or Penthouse, but you know, otherwise we'll, we can, we'll do we our can best. do regular or V-neck. But uh... oh, Chris, you're so serious. <laughs> you're so serious, my friend. Oh, just adding on to your model. So. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so, yes, congratulations. And I think it's it's fair to explain that um, apart from the, the really uh, interesting and uh, enjoyable, very enjoyable um, battle report that he's put together there, I think the way he's delivered it is really, really nice and unique. The fact that he's actually included pictures, and really made a, a piece of the, the whole thing is really good. And um, I think it's also supported by the fact that he's got a really um, complete uh, army page on Oz um, 30K. And for me, that's what really sort of made him stand out and why, why I thought we should go for him. And you guys seem to agree on that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I really like this better report because it was uh, it had all the information it needed, but in a ni- nice and not the usual format. That's uh, basically a. F- fl- no, but it, it, it's it's good. It's kind of I, I like it because um, it's like it. I'm a big sucker for, for stories, but he has that in his background of his army. And the other one is that for his battle report, either you can write a, a whole story, or this one is written more that you can follow the turns in the game. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, it works like I'm not too picky because it, it you know, it was cool. That's all that matters. Yeah, and we, that's what I like as well. It was, and we love, it was to see cool. more of, we love to see more of this. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's again. Go back to it. Why we had Andrew on. Why we're talking about it. Oz Thirty K has such a great um, versatility to it, and such a great um, benefit to it, which actually yeah. makes things better for everyone involved. Being able to actually read stuff, see stuff. You know, so it's worth putting the time and effort into making good battle reports, yeah. and they don't that's- have to be that difficult. And I think in the show notes, just to give some examples, we can probably probably do a link of, um, well, the battle report I wrote. Yeah. Maybe. It's like a Varangian heresy battle reports as an example. And there and there you can link to the different armies anyway. Or, yeah, you, can just, or you can just look up me as a user on OS30K. It's obviously Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> so Foxart, Romeo, Echo, Delta, Delta, India, Echo. And uh, they'll see all my armies. I have a couple of ones I haven't started yet because I, I can't feel myself, you know, write the Somatalis or the Black Shields right yet because I'm still kind of evolving that story in my head. But like the World Eaters is pretty much done. So awesome. Just have a look there. Just yeah. have a browse and go take it, a look. It, if not, you can always hit the edit button and delete it all. No, I don't do that. But <laughs> hit, hit the edit button and then you can use whatever format. If you like my format, just use that format if you want to. Mm-hmm. Which is very, very cool. And it's it's uh, it's important to be looking at things like that. So the things that can help you actually uh, put stuff together and, and sort of move on with what you're doing. Um, yep. It's definitely worth having a look at what other people have done and use that to your benefit. So, yeah, congratulations. Um, so let's talk about next month. Let's talk about our commitments of what we're going to do for next month. So who wants to lead off on that? Well, well why don't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I do. Fine. Okay, fine. Drop me in and see you there. Okay, so, um, okay, my commitment for next month is going to be um, I'm going to be adding at least five more breaches to my breacher squad. I am going to be looking at, uh, let's have a think. Um, honestly, I'm not sure. I think I'm going to have a look at um, possibly adding in a veteran squad or um, or something along those lines, some more troop options, and then seeing what I can fill out. Because I've literally, the way I've been treating this, I've been using the Escalation League as a way of motivating and getting my stuff painted and ready for the... Um, Burning of Scandus Prime. Thank you very much, Burning of Scandus Prime. I was just going to say Scandus Prime, but I wanted to get it right. And so the Burning of Scandus Prime. So with that being the case, I've um, I've been pretty much building those lists. And I'm, I must admit, the models I was going to use for my uh, Zomortalis commitment, I've already got painted. So I'm going to see what I can do. Um, well, but I'll come up with something. I got an idea. 
Uh oh. Yeah. There's always uh, room for a lot of beastmen in the swamps. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't do this. I hate you, Chris. <laughs> let him be. Just let yeah. him be. Let him. I hate he, you. You can never have too many breaches. Just stick with the breaches. Exactly. Okay. You can never have too many breach beastmen. Now breaches. Breastmen. Don't get him. Don't, don't get him sidetracked. Shut up, Christopher. Boarding um, ogres. Fuck off! <laughs> I'm still going to buy the money. All right, okay. If anybody out there wants to see me do do a beastman, uh, a thousand point beastman list for this month, please send me at least four be four uh, four minotaurs and um, at least twenty ungors or gore the twenty gores or ungors to a mix of both. Hell, twenty of each. You send that to me. I'll paint it all up and I'll play some games. So just just message, drop me an email or PM me on Facebook or through the Varangian Heresy podcast. Um, let's make that happen and I'll get it done. See? See what you made me do, Chris? You made me go out there and commit to something. God damn you. Well, commit and commit. Sounded more like, like please send me free stuff, but that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want it done, I don't have it. So it's going to have to be sent to me. Maybe you can send a bill at the same time, okay? That's not, right. not an actual actual bill, though. You send it in paper form, not an actual bill. Yeah. They, they don't really like getting sent through the postal system. Well, go, no, don't pick up some random guy called Bill and try and shove him in the post box. No, don't do that. Nor someone that's actually called Will or William. They don't really like call, being called Bill. Fair enough. Fair enough. This just got a little surreal. Um, anyway, uh, so I will, anyway, I will put my commitment. I will put my commitment up online as to what I'm going to do uh, once I've worked it out. Okay, there we go. Done. Yeah. <clears throat> Cheers, Chris. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, someone had to the do case. It. You're next. Come on. Yep. I'm since I managed to do so well with my Mechanicum last month. I decided to do uh, an entire 1K list this month. And that's uh, Iron Hands, obviously. Yeah. Okay. So, since I managed to get my hands on that uh, Praetor Tribune model from Freddy. Mm -hmm. Your uh, local crack dealer? Yeah, <laughs> my local resin crack dealer. Uh, I'm going to paint him up as a Praetor for my little force. And this, is an op this isn't an opt optimized uh, Sonmortalis force. That's, it's just uh, things I want to paint that might work in Sonmortalis. So, it's a Praetor. There's a regular Contemptor with the dual Volkite culverins, the twin-linked ones. And then there's a Mortis Contemptor with the twin Keras Assault Cannons. A five-man leading tactical support squad with Volkite Calibers and ten Medusa Immortals with two Flamers. That's what I'm going to paint for this month. Fair enough. And since I'm running a company of Bitter Iron, it would actually... Be usable in Summertalis because the Windows and Immortals would be troops. Yeah, okay. So there's a there's a well thought out and much better organized list than mine. Um, so well done you. Um, Freddie, what are you doing, buddy? Uh, I am doing another ten man Marauder Squad, uh, a Primus Medicare and a Master of the Forge. And then uh, depending on how I'm gonna write my fluff, either the Primus Medicare is gonna be a Primus Medicare. Or the Master of Forge is going to be a Master of Forge, or they're just going to be a normal medic or a normal tech marine. Fair enough. 
But uh, I don't know. Right now, I'm leaning towards that the, the whole fluff thingy, like with the Astro Cross, because this is the pre beta bore Astro, like Her- Horus Heresy style Astro Cross. Like they're where they came from, kind of thing. Exactly. And, I'm, uh, I'm kind of working out their or- origin, origin, origin story. story. And to be fair, they don't really have to be the Astro Cross as well, because they're ten thousand years between, so the iconography can be reused as well. Yeah, but I'm kind of kind of working on that these are actually going to end up being the bad that were Astro Close. So there will be some sort of ties towards them. Fair enough. Uh, uh, heraldry and kind of uniforms how they evolved from Black Shields towards being a demi-legion as no one really knows how big they are and stuff in the bad that war. But right now I'm kind of feeling more like that the Primus Medicare would be there just to do the, the whole right of the Fallen, so, you know, collecting Gene Seed as they're trying to establish some sort of new new legion getting the second uh, great crusade going and stuff and then just having the master of the forge as an actual tech marine just to do the support of keeping the box thread alive and kind of repair hold points of them and and kind of also fluff wise scavenging uh, equipment until they establish their own forge world fair enough so that's like my I, yeah so that's my 500 points very nice very very nice so, all in all, way more organized, way more well thought out than anything I've put together, but there's nothing un- unusual about that. Um, and yeah, all sounding very, very good. So, it should be a lot of fun. And get involved. Get your, um, get your commitment up on the Facebook group. Commit to the 1,000 points if you're first time joining us, or 500 points on your previous month's commitment. And uh, yeah, get involved. Yeah. Uh, join the box thread challenge. Yes. Uh, still running on. Uh, there will be a draw at uh, the Burning of Scanners Pride for people rocking up at the event. There will also be for people not attending Scanners. Uh, I've organized sort of like a, a worldwide, you can call it, box thread challenge. Uh, they'll go in a separate draw and the winner will get uh, two full grim pillows. So. Because Fulgrim in the sheets. Exactly, don't forget that. It's one of my mottos. You will, it's a motto uh, as well. On the other hand, you will not win Freddy. No. Sorry about that. I'm sorry. I can't let him go. He's ours. Oh, what do you mean I can't win? I'm not the voting. I'm on scanners. I'm saying they couldn't win you. No, they can't win me. I'm sorry. That's, yeah. Unfortunately, I checked that up and I, slavery is abolished. So I can't, I can't give myself away. Actually, to be fair, we checked it up. It had nothing to do with slavery. It was just the fact we couldn't get a decent price for you. <laughs> well, I, I only got the, a 50 kroner offer for you, though, Jody. Yeah, well, that's why we're not doing it, because I'm not going to be outbid on... So <laughs> You don't want you know realise that suddenly I'm more expensive than you are. Yeah. Anyway, go. enough said about that. <laughs> enough said about the less hurt feelings I've got. Screw Aww. you, Christopher. Oh. Um, yeah. I hate you guys. I hate you guys. I'm going home. Oh, I am home. Oh, well, fair enough. I made it. So, so it's all that sand in your vagina. I'm sorry. Oh, shots fired. <laughs> right. Fine. Ah, anyway, thank you very much, everyone, for uh, joining us for our mini-sode here. We look forward to seeing you involved in the next round of the uh, Escalation League yeah. And yeah, and we we can't wait to read more battle reports, and we can't wait to see more fucking awesome paint jobs. And because we've had Andrew Hollis on the show, and we've gone through it in detail online, and we've gone through detail in our last episode, 
There should be no reason you are not using Oz30K. So get in there and use it and get involved. And if you've got any questions, hit Andrew up. Hit us up. We can help you out as well. Um, so, yeah, basically all I'm saying is pull your finger out of your ass and get involved because the, the community only gets bigger and better from there. And again, apologies if anybody's got uh, worried why I'm rummaging around in my bits box. I've literally had to re redesign my list this evening for an event in a few months' time, and I'm mildly panicking about all the bits I need. That's so, right. um, you know. Next time we won't tell you it's shit until it's too late. Yeah, well, sounds about right. <laughs> Fair enough. As we usually do. <laughs> as we usually do, yeah. As you, yeah. Thanks, guys. Feel the love. Um, well, we have, we have the Horacy, you know, fucking... You know the the podcast Scandinavian podcast trophy. We we have to defend the title. Yeah, so you should be helping me, is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to take a suboptimal list for Scandis. Yeah, you're going suboptimal now. Yeah, I'm going to take like 200 thralls and the magos. Fair enough. Well, it would actually be quite. Uh, Actually, that's that's quite uh, that's quite optimal because it just means you just chew every hold everything up while I batter it with artillery. Yeah. I've heard that the line. That. I heard they will take some tanks though, but that's not the discussion for this. Yeah, this is this is secret backroom discussions that we need to have now. Uh, as the Cold War escalates between the <laughs> the northern podcasts, this is what it will be referred the to arms, as. The it is the Cold race. War. The arms yeah. race. It is the Cold War. So, Chris, you get to use your grab tactics. Snatch your grab tactics now, buddy. Yes. <laughs> See? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm taking a casual glaive, Jen says. Okay, I'm taking like nine grab, grab guns. Oh, uh, then I'm changing my list to having militia. Oh, the, then I'm taking berserkers. Oh. <laughs> so, it's actually going to end up no one has gotten anything painted until Scandus, because everyone is just in this building. Yeah, we'll call, we'll call it the Fog of War, because nobody can see us, because we're all grey. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the plan. See? Simple and easy. Anyway, um, this has been a mini-episode, and let's keep it to a mini-episode. Thank you very much, guys, for being here, for having a listen. We look forward to seeing you on episode, what will actually be episode 11, uh, where we talk to... If, if you are actually numbering this one. Yeah, we're going to number this one. Come on, let's do it right. It is an episode. We're on it. We've bantered a bit. We've done our opening. We'll do our closing. It's an episode. Yeah, uh, we will see you guys on our next episode where we will be... Uh, the plan is to be chatting to Chris from Scattershot Painting about all things awesome. The Warlord Titan for the Box Dread, cha uh, for the Box Dread Challenge. <laughs> I wish. Um, They're on fucking the, drugs now. <laughs> uh, a little bit. It's the glue I've been sniffing all evening. Yep. Um, for the... Uh, uh, Warlord Raffle and yeah generally having an awesome fun time so come and catch us in episode 11 and with that it's uh, us saying remember treat life like 30k be angry on in the streets be full grim in the sheets and try not to lose your head good night guys good night Let the